you want to give me a check, check, check? Not really, no, but here we <laughs> Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Jillian Pensavale! Patrick Heinz. Oh, you guys, <sighs> tickets are on sale for our February live shows. We got to talk about what we're what we're doing. Okay, the whole idea was that we wanted to do two more shows in New York City in a small venue, like around Valentine's Day, because mm-hmm. we're super into you and we want to be around you at Valentine's Day. And so we were trying to come up with like a Valentine's Day documentary to do. And what did we settle on? Inside the Manson Cult, the Lost Tapes. Right, because it takes place during the Summer of Love. Ah! We found it. We found it. And they're all like, it's basically a sex cult, basically, the, tell, the Manson family. You got to tell the fam about this documentary because it really isn't. I watched the part of it and I've watched the trailer and it's really crazy. It's bananas. So number one, let me say this. If if it were not for Charles Manson, yes. you and I would not have this podcast because the <laughs> Thank Manson. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, the Manson family is what got me into true crime. Uh-huh. I read Helter Skelter way too young. Squeaky was like under my bed and in my closet. <laughs> and so what this is, it's actual lost video footage after the Tate LaBianca murders Yes, before they were arrested. You guys, it's from the 70s. It's like these filmmakers went onto the ranch and interviewed the murderers. So it's like Squeaky and Tex and all these people being like, of course we killed them. (laughs) What are you crazy? I'm not laughing at the murders. I'm laughing at how insane these people are. And how they have this glassy like, well, Charlie wanted us to kill and we did. Why are we here? What's the question? (laughs) I don't know what the question is. We're starting a race war, you guys. Get used to it. Get into it. <laughs> they are murderers and evil people, but they are all so hot. They're like so skinny in California and like perfect stringy hair. Yeah, it's yeah, they haven't showered or bathed, <laughs> but they've just been having a lot of sex and doing a lot of acid and killing a lot of people. So, you guys, here's the deal. We're doing two shows on Saturday, February 9th, a 7 o'clock and a 9.30. We know that some of you like to come to these things solo or you like to come in groups or whatever. Right. What we're going to do so that everyone can meet and be cool and be friends is we're going to, at 5 o'clock, we're going to do a meetup somewhere mm-hmm. near the venue. Right. Just like a hangout so people can meet if they want to and then go to the shows together if they want to. And then after the second show, Jillian and I are going to like get hammered with you at the bar. Again. Again. You guys, go to the go to truecrimeobsessed.com, go to the CS Live page, get tickets or get tickets to the Pride show. Mm-hmm. We're announcing tickets to the Chicago show soon. Yep. And then in addition to that, you guys get on the Patreon. I, I was thinking today, there's almost no excuse. We have now, <laughs> we have now episode by episode serial, episode mm-hmm. by episode staircase, and as of this week, episode by episode, full coverage of the Jinx. Yeah, and you, here's the thing. I don't know if everyone knows this. When you sign up, you get all of it. At once, commercial free. Yeah, so people are saying in the Facebook group, like, I just signed on to Patreon. I have 85 episodes right. to get through, and that's not really an exaggeration. <laughs> it's true. there Because it's bonus episodes, it's mini-eps, it's, it's extended outtakes. Yeah, totally. It's just like random stuff where we're just like, we've had a couple glasses. You want to just like <laughs> make a mini-ep for the Patreon? You guys, there's a ton going on. Get in there, check it out. Come to our live shows. I want to meet each and every one of you. Yeah, and the thing about this Manson documentary is that it's so visual because it's the tapes of them and they're like hippie garb right with rifles right. and like AR-15s <laughs> and all this crazy shit so it's like you kind of have to see it to believe it it's true it's not really for an audio medium you no. guys you, you have to see this shit to believe it girl you know what what <laughs> I have a lot of things to say about this. What are we talking about? The word cannibal is in the title of this documentary. Yeah, we're talking about some absolute piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> it's called like Thought Crimes, the story of the cannibal cop. Who cares? Yes. He sucks. <laughs> 
We almost didn't do this. Yeah, we almost didn't do it. Because I texted you and I'm like, girl, this is all my triggers in my face for 90 minutes. Yeah. And you were like, call me. Let's Maybe we should talk about it. And I was like, no, I think it's going to be super therapeutic to just <laughs> verbally destroy this person. Yes. And so just so you guys know, like, trigger warning for pretty much everything. Every <laughs> One million trigger warning for everything. It's horrible. And this is, remember in Tall Hop Blonde, there were yeah. a lot of I am conversations yes. that were on screen. And yeah. we read most of them because they were ridiculous. We acted them out. Yeah. Stupid music. <laughs> This one, there is a lot of very graphic, detailed sexual violence that's described. Yes. We're not going to We're not reading those. that shit. We are not fucking reading that shit. Because there needs to be some room for when he's talking about roasting and eating the women. Oh, God. Oh, God. You guys, oh God. it's horrible, horrible, yeah, horrible. Yeah, so yeah. We, ha- we can't say it all. You just said roasting and eating the women. His words. I know. I know. I didn't I know. do it. I know. So we are going to be as careful as we can yeah. while at the same time still telling you what's happening. Right. And destroying this person. And he will be dragged. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him. If you're you, if you're the cannibal cop, turn this episode off right now. You know what? You're in Forest Hills, Queens. I could probably find you. I don't think there's a lot of sep- degrees of separation between me and it's this true. dude. It's true. It's like you and Michael Lutz and this guy. All hanging out in Whitestone. Can you imagine? I don't want to be alone with either one of those men. No. Tell you, they are horrible men. Very different reasons. Lutz, but- Lutz is very aggressive. Yeah. And this asshole hates women. I know. Let's drag him. Let's, let's drag let's him. Let's do it. I was going to be tied up by my feet. The suffering was for his enjoyment. But he wanted to make it last as long as possible. He had no remorse. You read about the case, you read about these chats, and you're horrified. And you're just like, this guy's a monster. The idea of the cannibal cop wandering around with a badge was unbelievable. But there were two sides to this story. Yeah, this is depraved language and unconventional thoughts, but there's no evidence. It just sends a shiver down my spine. What is the line between fantasy and crime? Is he a harmless teddy bear of a guy, or is he a nefarious master criminal? Okay, so the movie opens with this modern day this bitch right. sitting at his computer reenacting what it was like to be in the middle of the night, like on his computer. Right. On what's the website called? It's called Dark Fetish Net. Yeah. It's part of the dark web where it's all this sort of sexual fetishy things. It's horrible. It's horrible. Right at the top, we're seeing some of the things that he's writing. <gasps> all about like looking for woman meat. Well, actually his profile name is Girl Meat Hunter. You guys meet. Meat. And right at at the beginning, he's justifying his total insanity by saying that, like, he was just like a poor, defenseless man hiding behind the anonymity of the fucking internet. When you're behind a computer screen late at night, no one knows who you are, where you are. I became part of this cyber community where people are exploring deviant thoughts and exploring their fetishes. The anonymity makes you try not to do the other person. Who could be the sicker one? Who could be the more depraved one? And then you shut the computer off and that's it. What he's trying to say is, yes, I wrote all of these horrible things. I had the secret life. I used the New York Police Department computer and internet database. You guys, he used the cop internet. Yeah, the cop internet. The police internet. He went on the online (laughs) and did it. But his whole point is like, I never actually did any of the things that I described in extreme detail. Right. And it's like, can we prosecute someone for their thoughts? Here's the thing. Yeah. 
He made some actions, you guys. What? And we'll get into this with lawyers later. Yeah. He took actions. He did. He took actions. Did He did not actually participate in cannibalism, but he took the steps to but get there. we were like a solid holiday weekend away from that happening. A zillion percent. Yeah. So now we get, because this was a big story. I don't really remember this I remember, when it happened. I'm what my husband calls a headline reader. Yeah. I just believe whatever's in the headline. Well, look, the headlines <laughs> with this case. We get an image of the post, of course. Yeah. Where it's like cannibal cop, and it's a picture of him, like, of course, a terrible picture of him, like, in motion with a chef's hat on. And uh, we, you guys, we have a news reporter front and center. She is right here immediately. Five, six, seven, eight news reporter. <laughs> Breaking news. An almost unbelievable story. A cop is arrested after a failed attempt to kidnap and eat dozens of women. Kidnap and eat. And eat. I didn't know that being eaten was a trigger of mine until this movie. (laughs) But I'm like, that people want to do that. I know. People want to do that to humans. They want to eat it. I'd be delicious, probably. (laughs) Very, very lean. Right, there's almost nothing to me. It's almost like if you're on a diet, it's like, I'm I'm perfect for you. I feel bad for the guy that carves me up. You guys, you're going to need a second dinner. You guys, it's we're laughing through our terror. My sentence. Chardonnay Red Bull is really kicking in because I'm in that screech tone. Ooh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh, his name is Gilberto Valli. And the thing is, he's kind of our narrator here. So we get his life story from Gilberto himself yeah. and his parents. So we meet his dad. His dad was very strict, believed in very tough love, and immediately is sitting to camera just saying, As a parent now that all this has happened, a lot of different things come into the mind. Is he crazy? You know, all this stuff coming together. What is he? Is he crazy? He asks if his son is crazy. <laughs> like he's asking the director. Yeah, he needs reassurance. He's like, is he crazy? Do I disown it? What do I do here? Like, how? Did you guys read the transcripts? I read the transcripts. Did you hear what he wants to do? He, The dad is a character, and he looks like Lin-Manuel Miranda's dad. He looks like <laughs> <Yeah>. Luis Miranda. <laughs> And then we meet oh my God. Liz. Oh, my God. His mother, Liz. How did you feel when you heard the first allegations about cannibalism and kidnapping? I couldn't believe it. I said, that's not my son. I'm like, there's got to be a mistake. That's not my son. Liz, for sure, <laughs> ran a comb through her wig, I'm wig. assuming. A hundred, absolutely wig. Well, I mean, yes. I got to say, she looks great. She's sitting in a chair in her living room. Jillian, did you notice what was above her right shoulder? Oh, I want to talk about what was above her shoulder for the rest of my life. As we're talking to Liz, I don't I didn't hear a word she said. I don't have any notes about what she said because I was so distracted because there is I mean, a fairly large yeah. Framed glamour shot of herself in this red off the shoulder number yes. with red satin gloves. And do you guys know what glamour shots are? Let's tell the okay. people. <laughs> so back in the day, you would go to the mall, right? right. And you, it would be this like photography setup, yes. and it's oh, it's their headshots, right? So it's from like the the chest up. Yeah. So you would be wearing whatever, like think of the worst bridesmaids <laughs> yes. dress, 
times a zillion with either big puffy shoulders or yes. no soldiers. And they had like soldiers. a box of props. In the box, the props box would it would have like boas or like fake like costumes. I was just gonna say costumes, but like meant to look like pearls uh-huh. or like it'd be like one of those like one of those like masquerade ball masks. Yes, or some kind know. of tiara. Tiara, oh tiara for days. So they would have you like either looking off into yeah. the distance or looking right at the camera. And this is pre Instagram filter, totally. obviously. So oh, they would yeah. just have this sort of like frosty cloudy <laughs> filter on all of it as though they filled the room with that like Halloween party smoke yes 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 and it's just like uh, they thought it made everything better it didn't because there's a way to do it right. and then there's how they did it and it's also you guys in these BuzzFeed listicles there are there are shots of women from like the south holding their rifles uh-huh. holding their revolvers sometimes they're with sometimes it's a couple right Right. Sometimes there's a cat. <laughs> you know that, like, it was against the rules to bring your cat, but people did it. And they, oh, like... she made sure that cat was there. That cat is part of the family. That cat's going to be in that glamour shot. Or I could just talk to the manager. Like, how do you want to do this? We could do this the easy way, or we could do this my way. The cat is going to be in the fucking glamour shot, Cynthia. I don't care that you're allergic. I don't care that your eyes are puffed up and you can't see. Snowball is part of the family. Oh, my God. <laughs> so long story short, there's a glamour shot <laughs> over her right shoulder as she's giving this interview about her son eating women. Right. So the so the FBI seizes his computer, right? So right. Th- this documentary goes back and forth in time. We see the trial, and then we get the backstory and, right. and all of that. So now we're being told about when the FBI looked at the conversations he was having in these chat rooms. Right. But when they went through his computer, they found 24 sets of conversations and 21 of them People said, hey, is this for real? And Gil Valley said, no, this is a fantasy. No matter what I say, it's all make-believe. But in three, he never said that. In fact, there were some moments in those chats where one of the participants would say, hey, are you for real? And Gil Valley would say, yes, he was. Three of those times, he said it was real. He says it with, well, if I knew for sure I'd totally get away with it, yeah. I would absolutely do this. Yeah, and so two things here. One of the things that he really doubles down on is wanting to actually eat human flesh. That's the thing that like that he's the most curious about. Yeah, I'm telling you, he was four days away from actually trying to do one of these kidnappings, torturings, right. and eatings of the woman. Now, I don't know what this is like. Yeah. I think you kind of have to work your way up to actually kidnapping and torturing and cooking and eating another human. He seems impulsive to me. I feel like he was working his way yeah, yeah, up yeah. where he's like, would I do it? No. Uh, you know what? I kind of would. Well, yeah. if, if if someone else handed me the human meat, I'd eat it. But I don't know if you wake up 100% ready to go. I think there are a lot of steps yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you work your way up to doing this horrible thing. Oh, it's so disgusting. I'm usually so hungry during our recordings. Guess what? I feel I feel sick to I know, my stomach. It's horrible. I know. I know. It's, you guys, you guys, what are we talking <laughs> Someone wants to cook and eat women. So he, this is where we find out the two charges he's actually charged. Right. We do not have thought crime in this country. Uh, we do not uh, prosecute people for what they think. It is permissible to have all of the thoughts from a criminal law enforcement point of view that Gilberto Valle had. What's impermissible is planning with another person to execute on those thoughts. Two charges had been brought against him. Conspiracy to kidnap as well as an unauthorized use of a law enforcement database in order to gain some information about one of the victims. 
the thing is, you guys, he was posting images of his wife on these websites. Oh my god! And which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. Um, and women he went to high school and college with. Right. So to me, that's where I'm like, well, it's not really a fantasy. It's not like this one woman that you have in your mind that you that you created. Yeah. They're real people, and so he's using the police on the online right. to find out where these people are in their lives and like googling information about where them. they live, so he can stalk them. Ugh. It's horrifying. Okay, can we talk about this court? room artist for four hours. I'm so glad that you feel that way because I was like, whoa, hold on. Well, here's the thing. She's immediately like, I don't get to do nudes a lot. <laughs> I don't get to draw nudes very often. I usually see people sitting in a chair looking straight ahead at a judge. It's usually like boring clothes people sitting in a courtroom, but with this case, I got to draw people on spits. <laughs> but I got to do people on spits women being cooked and roasted and visuals of dark fetish net. And then she's like, can you zoom in? Zoom in. So because she has like, she like mounted a bunch of the, the drawings that she did from yeah, the case. Yeah, 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 and yeah. she's like, if you zoom in on this one, you see all the naked bodies on the website that I drew. If you pull in, you could see little naked bodies. It's pretty amazing. So if you zoom in, look at the detail on that roasted person. Look at it's horrible. She's so excited about I know. it. Now people on spits. Girl. Spits, spits, you guys. Stop it. So now we meet these three alleged co-conspirators. I have an, a real issue with alleged. <laughs> that word is so overused. It I wasn't alleged. They were talking about it. How is it alleged? I know. Am I allowed to say that one of them is kind of hot? Patrick. Am I allowed to say that? Mike Van Nuys, I knew you were going to say it. I know you well enough by now to know. I got to say, the people in the group, I think, are getting worried about me. People in the group are like, what is wrong with your taste in men? Girl, same. I'm very lucky to be married to a very attractive man. So people are like, okay, I guess he's not that far afield. Right. So Mike Van Nuys, ugly from within, Patrick, he wants wants to assault and cook and eat me. I know. No, I need you. Now you hate him, you right? You guys leave her Is out of this. Is that what it takes? <laughs> so these three for real co-conspirators, I'm not using the word alleged. No, monsters. Mike Van Nuys, someone in Pakistan named Ali Khan, or known as Ali, Ali Khan, <laughs> and this douche known as the Moody Blues from England. These screen name, screen names. Meat Market Man. Okay, you know what? It's so gross. It's so gross. Yeah. You know, and we, look, we're very open-minded people here. It's true. We really are. Whatever, as long as there are consenting adults involved, you guys do what makes you happy and what feels good to you. Uh-huh. I draw the line at roasting and eating women. <laughs> and assaulting them. I'm going to go as far as to say even if she consents. Yeah. Yeah, even, I, I think, I, I, you both need help. Do what you want to do as long as everyone is agreeable. And stays unroasted. And stays alive. Yes. That's a, that's key. <laughs> that's key, yeah. Hero Bell. That guys, is absolutely key. Enough. Yeah. Why does this need to be repeated? It seems so clear. It seems so clear to me. So these four horrible men have this plan, Ugh. and it's you know on this on this page that they're putting together, right? And they keep the 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 documentary keeps cutting to stock images of this like house in the woods, right? Where they're going to kidnap this woman, mm-hmm. take her, torture her. He was planning on building a pulley apparatus in his basement to string women up and torture them and slow roast them. Says he had a giant oven that he planned on stuffing these women into. It all sounded crazy, but potentially true. 
The to, more pain for her, the better. And they say, you guys, they say that explicitly. We need to talk about why. That's my thing. That's why I hate this documentary so much. I Not know. once do they ask, why do you hate women so much? You're absolutely right about that. We never... They never asked. This fucking documentary was directed by a woman. I know. I like, know. No, no woman on the crew was just like, I, can we talk about like why you feel this way? Forget the roasting. Forget the stalking. Forget the kidnapping. They doubled down. These men yeah. doubled down on the amount of actual pain they want these women to experience and yeah. how wh- what that does for them. In terms of being aroused. They are aroused. The more sexually violent and painful, the more suffering, yes. the hotter it is for them. It is so fucking crazy. So now we meet, you know how sometimes we meet jurors and we're like, fucking this bitch. Yeah. Like the, in the jinx. I think yes. I, he was speaking from the heart, y'all. He was not. He's a murderer. <laughs> Juror X, however. Yes. We kind of like her. First of all, they light her to try to hide her face. They yeah. have her in the dark. Girl, I can pick her out of a lineup like that. <laughs> that lighting was not dark enough. They didn't alter her voice. Juror X. Just, like, just enough. I know exactly what she looks like. She has, she's blonde. She has glasses. <laughs> So at first, I'm like, oh, my God, am I, I'm gonna, going to hate her? Because she says this thing where she's like, I think we all agreed this man has a problem. This is sick. This is really quite sick. But we weren't there to convict on his sick mind. We were there to convict on a conspiracy to kidnap and kill and maim and rape. We're judging him on his thoughts, not his actions. Yeah. So if he didn't actually go through with this, he there was no cabin in the woods. There right, was no yeah. big rotisserie oven or all this. He was not making a torture device like he was talking about. Right. He didn't do that. So I'm like, oh, I hate you. However, what she says made it really real for her. He took pictures from real people in his life and shared them on these sites. And that, for me takes a past fantasy. It's this woman, Kimberly, that he went to college with who, yeah. who really seems to be the main target. Oh, and they show her face, this poor woman. Yeah, I they know They show her pictures of her just left and right. Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't know. If I were Kimberly, girl, I, I hope I don't know where you are. Like, I She's hope you're safe. the only person in this documentary more recognizable than Juror X. <laughs> <laughs> So Juror X, our girlfriend Juror X, is like, yeah, he had a blueprint, Yes, you guys. He wrote this document, pages and pages and pages. It's called, are you ready for this? You guys sit down. Take a sip. I know. Abducting and cooking Kimberly. This particular line of chats with Moody Blues was very different from the others. We collectively, as a jury, felt the tone had changed. He was taking the steps to take it to that next level, to make his fantasy become real. How long does one wait till one goes through with it? So he goes to visit her with his wife and kids. So we get all these transcripts about how this like family trip to visit Kimberly was a dry run. Right. The defense maintained that this was just a trip to visit a friend. But his chats with Moody Blues indicated that he couldn't wait to go see her, that he couldn't wait to think about what he was going to do to her, and also find out where she worked and get some more background information. So then we get to Juror X, and it's like, what do you, what do normal people do when they come home from a road trip? They probably don't unpack. They dread that. Right. They kick their shoes off. They talk about, what are we doing for dinner? Right, 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 right. Which, uh, don't ask Alberto that. <laughs> Ooh. He 
he's like, funny you ask, Kathleen. Finally, you're into what I'm into. Oh, God. You know what Gilberto did? Went right to the computer. Right. And he's like, Kathleen, you, you put everyone to bed. You do whatever. Went right to the computer to report back to the Moody Blues. And he's like, here's where she works. Here's this. Here's that. It's These are actions. It's crazy. Yeah. The fact that he came back from this trip and one of the first things he did was write to Moody Blues was enough to say that he had made this trip. He had a purpose for this trip. He satisfied that purpose, and he shared it with his conspirator. And that, I think, ultimately led to his downfall. So he gets convicted, thank fucking God. I know, And he goes the fuck to jail. Right. And then we get his mother, who's like, no, 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 he's not a cannibal because he never ate anyone. Isn't the definition of a cannibal someone who eats human meat? Uh, This enabling mother just wants her Italian son home so she can cook him veal cutlets and heat up the cold pasta and do whatever. (laughs) Also, don't eat veal, I'm saying. Just don't do it. You guys, the mom leaves the courtroom so distraught. This was one of my favorite moments, not because she was distraught. Right. But there, it's like a media circus, and they are following her out of the courtroom. Normally, this is when you walk to the curb and you hail a cab and you get in a cab and you speed away. Or you go to the bar and say, give me a bottle of whatever. <laughs> Not this woman. She walks down the steps right. into the She's subway. She's like getting on the four train. She swipes her Metro card, yeah. being like harangued by the media. How are you doing? I all due respect. How are you doing? Look at me. I'm strong. Look at me, I'm strong. She's Marjorie <laughs> Deal suddenly. <laughs> so then, like, what basically happens here is, like, in this time, his defense team is trying to get the judge to overturn the conviction based on lack of evidence. Right, because technically he didn't do, and he was clearly lying. There was no cabin. There was no this. Right. But at the same time, like, he's like, let me give it a goog, like, how to, adu- how to abduct a woman. Right. How to eat a human. Like, right, Whoa. I know, I know. So it's 21 months later, and we're back, we're back with the mom, and she's in his room. So he's about to appear in front of the judge. Yeah, he's been in prison. He's still in jail. Yeah. And so the mom is like, going through his clothes trying to pick out what he's going to wear to court. (laughs) Look what I still have. His police uniform. I don't know why I kept it. Well, we're not going to wear that. Certainly not. Yeah, oh, by the way, he was fired the second this got out. The NYPD is like, girl, fucking bye. Bye. Right, and thank God she thought better of that. Can you imagine if he had been like, I'm going to wear my dress blues. Can you believe? Oh, my God. The thing is, he's such a fucking dummy, and they're in such denial, and she's such an enabler. I know. But I'm sure she'd be like, maybe it, maybe it would be helpful if they knew you were a cop. Exactly. And Seriously. It, it said a whole bunch of times, I don't know if we've said it yet, like, one of the things that made all of this so much scarier is the fact that he is a cop. And it's mentioned at some point... That, like, sexual predators are yeah. known to look for law enforcement positions because of the access it gives them to victims. Oh, you mean, like, the, the police internet where he was stalking <laughs> exactly. the people he went to college with? Oh! I know, I know. So, again, we're told 800 times that these convictions never get overturned. Mm-hmm. Guess what happens? This bitch is fucking acquitted. I'd like to make a very, very brief statement. I want to take this opportunity to apologize to everyone who's been hurt, shocked, and offended by my infantile actions. I also want to thank my family from day one. Their support never wavered. I've needed that more than anyone will ever know during this impossible situation. Forgive me. I'm tired. I want to go home and spend some time with my family. Thank you very much. Who was this judge? I know. Why is... 
does this rare one in a zillion percent chance, like, why does it happen with him? We never know. We never, we don't, and, and this is part of the bad filmmaking. We just don't get any answers as to why it was overturned. Or give me an on-screen text that's like, the judge declined to participate. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me yeah, know yeah, you yeah. gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Or if the judge was a man or a woman, that's kind of important to me. I'd like to know. Yeah, you guys, he hates women. I, know. I need to know why he's not getting help. I know. One of the people that we've met along the way is this like this law professor, and he says to the camera, referring to the judge, How are you going to feel if you let him off and he goes out and needs somebody? And then it cuts to a shot of this Gilberto guy cooking, cooking. food. Yeah. Like it's a shot of the food in the pot, and it right. just made me want to throw up. Like a comically big pot. With like red sauce. Yeah, it's like meat. ratatouille. It's yeah. just like this gigantic <laughs> pot that's bubbling. And I'm like, what is he doing? This is just, what, he basically has a cooking show for the rest of the movie. Like, is it Kimberly? Is Kimberly all right? I know, Girl, I know. call us. Are you okay? Every scene going forward is him making food. Even though I'm acquitted. I'm in home confinement. You know, I haven't really gotten the cabin fever yet. But, yeah, I mean, I'd, a day like today, I'd love to be outside, obviously. They're in the kitchen. And look, it's an Italian <laughs> household, okay? I understand. There's, it's all going to be in the kitchen. Everything takes place in the kitchen. The big conversations, the drama. It all takes place in the kitchen. That's fine. Yeah. But I do love the shade. I hate this movie. I hate the director for being a woman and not, like, standing up for us. However, love the shade of him constantly cooking. So they're at home and she talks she's so happy that her son is home. Right. The, the two of them, the mom and the son at this point basically have a reality show. It's oh, a rea- yeah. one part reality show, one part cooking she's show. She's like, fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. Last night I'm home and my son is here and I thought I was dreaming I couldn't believe it until this morning when he's like, ma I need underwear, ma, I need this, ma, I need that. I don't know where anything was. My boy is home. Ma, where's my underwear? Ma. Ma! 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 Where's my underwear? Ma! I got this ankle bracelet on. I can't leave the house because I want to assault and eat people. Ma! And she's like, isn't he adorable? He was first in his class. He's gifted. Isn't he Isn't he perfect in every way? No one is saying this guy is really fucked up. He needs help. Yeah, and now they're like, this, you know, this drives me insane. I don't know what register that was. <laughs> It makes me crazy when people are making jokes like, like we're the crazy, we're, oh, we're the monsters for being frightened right. by the fact of what he wants to do. So again, because they're cooking, yeah. he's holding like a fork and he's like, hey, he was turned to the film crew. He's like, hey. Nobody's alarmed that I have a fork in my hand with people around. Everyone's good. All right. You gotta, you gotta laugh about it. Everyone's all right here. Well, cool. All right. I'm telling you, the camera backs up about us. Li- yeah, you feel it. Like, mm, it goes a little out of focus because it's got to readjust. And the mom's like, He's a danger to society. The victims are in danger. The victims are in danger. Oh, and I'm like, Kimberly is in danger. You in danger, girl. Like, his own mother is not a little concerned about what is it. Just because he didn't eat somebody. Yet. Or yet, that we know of. Does it mean, like, aren't you concerned? Like, you can you can love your kid yeah. until the day you die. 100%. You can love them unconditionally. But you can also say, I'm worried and I'm terrified. Put the fork down. Step away from the stove. <laughs> and please go get help. That you can yes. do both. And nobody holds him accountable. Nobody says to him, like, thank God you didn't kill and cook anybody. Right. Let's go to a shrink. Yes. You know? Yes. So now poor Gilberto, he's like... 
those thoughts were supposed to be anonymous. Right. And now everybody knows about them. I know. This is something that was private, anonymous. It was a you know a little bit of a skeleton in my closet. And now here, everything, this massive skeleton is out. It's the epitome of embarrassment. Poor fucking you. And the one, so the one attempt that the filmmaker makes to like try to figure out where this came from, yeah. he says to the dad, so like, did you guys talk about <laughs> sex when, when he was growing up? The dad's like, no, not really. When he went to, to college, I got a whole box of Trojans, you know, and he said, be careful, don't use them only once bottle or something like that. But then he just laughed and took him. Yeah, he made a dad joke right. that he still thinks is funny to this day. That's the extent of, like, human sexuality conversation that existed in their home. Right, and then Gilberto's trying to say, like, I don't know, I was home, I was on the internet, one thing led to another, bada bing, bada boom, I'm on the dark web. That's not what it, that's not how it works, you guys. No. You don't stumble upon the dark web. This was something in you that you need to address. And then he literally has this sob story. I, I went to these cannibal torture porn sites for acceptance. I guess the most important thing I got out of these chats, if there was anything I got out of it at all, was just acceptance. This is the first time I'm really opening up about all kinds of freaky stuff, you know, cannibalism and bondage. All these years, it's all bottled up, and here's when I have my chance to finally talk to somebody about it. It was such a relief to get it off my chest. There were other people like me. I wasn't alone anymore. I found my community. Right. I had a really stressful job. I just had to blow off steam. Exactly. Go to the bar like a normal cop and drink some Jameson. <laughs> so throughout, we meet these, like, specialists. Yeah, and some of them are, like, Gilberto apologists and defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are on Team Us. Exactly. One of them is Michael Wellner. I'm obsessed with oh, him. Oh, Dilfy Michael Wellner. Hey, he's girl. fantastic. He's, like, he's a forensic psychiatrist, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So his whole thing is like turning this car around he's like let me get this shit straight this bitch is trying to say that he was getting it all out on the site so that he didn't act on anything and the site was like a coping mechanism right yes he's like um excuse me so let me get this right this kind of behavior is coping you show me one sex offender treatment program that tells people, go on the internet and cope with your deviant sexual arousal by just engaging with chats about cannibalism, people. I've just, boy, what, what a therapeutic remedy. Girl, I'm here for your sarcasm. I love you so much. And then they cut to another psychologist who's like, yeah, that's not a thing. I would personally not prescribe that to a patient and say, well, if you're having these violent uh, fantasies, just look at websites online and that'll help quell those those thoughts and urges. In fact, I would wonder whether it would excite those urges. Because the problem is the fantasy ends up being not enough anymore. If you keep indulging it, you need more. I'm going to say it again. We were like one family trip away from this happening. Like, and again, he's such a bumbling dummy. He's such a fucking moron. In his brain, you know that like he had this like really slick plan where he was going to (laughs) kidnap the blah, 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 blah. In real life, she would have punched him in the nose and it would have been over in two seconds. Yeah, like Kimberly's going to be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, because it'll be like cue the like Bravo derpy housewife music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be him, like, like not being able to tie the knot yeah. right. Or, and Kimberly would be like, bitch, are you seeing this? Are you for real? God, I knew you were derp in college, but man, things have not changed. And one of these other specialists says this thing that I love that's like... You know, I, I honestly don't know about this guy. This guy, I mean, this guy, I think the, lo- the fact that they got him off on that uh, defense is pretty lucky for him. It's pretty unusual 
to have that kind of level of violent thought and fantasy and to get off on the defense. I would not be shocked if he ends up back in jail. He's going back to jail. One day he yeah. will. And that's going to be tragic. And all of those people who apologize for him need to be put on trial. You guys, I just figured out the palate cleanser. What? It's called You're Going Back to Jail from Bonnie and Clyde. Perfect. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs. Oh, my God. I love when that happens. Oh. oh, so now we get, remember the wife or daughter we haven't seen? Yes. Is it time for their story? It's time for their story. You guys, this is Unbelievable. So we have a voiceover actor reading the transcripts of the the statement from the wife Kathleen because girl wants no part of it. Good for her. Yeah, she's she's out. like I don't want anything. She's to do got with a this kid shit. to raise. Yeah, Fuck a this. daughter. Yeah, this monster has a daughter. I know. Reminder. So here's what happens. So she's like, I noticed that he was online constantly. Let's call it constantly. Yeah. <laughs> he always said that because he got home late. He couldn't go right to sleep, so he would play video games, watch TV, go on the internet for a couple of hours. Then after I got pregnant, it kept getting worse. He would stay up until 3, 4, 5 in the morning or just not come to sleep in our bed. So she's like, things were getting weird, then things got weirder. Uh And she had this, you guys, follow your gut. Uh She just had to feel something's up. Yeah. What did she do? Oh, my God. I inspect her gadget. She takes matters into her own hands. She gets her some spyware (laughs) and installs it on his computer. It logged every keystroke that is made on the computer and every website that is visited and takes pictures every five minutes or so of whatever is happening on the computer screen. You know, she found the chats, everything that this case is about. She found it all. All the super hot husbands listening to this with their wives just clench their bums a little tighter. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We'll find out. We always do. <laughs> or their boyfriends or whatever. Yeah, we meaning like the other person in the relationship. Exactly. Don't try to pull any shit, you guys. We'll find it. We'll find it. So she, she all right. collects all this data and she sits down to open it. Hopefully with a full magnum bottle of wine, <laughs> chilled, ready to go. I noticed on one of the screen pictures that was taken an email address that I didn't know about. So I went to Yahoo Mail and entered the password that Gil had told me to use for everything. All of a sudden, I was staring at pictures of my friends, pictures of people we knew. There were thousands. Just um, put yourself in her shoes. I know. It's the worst thing. No matter what she was, she probably thought he was talking to somebody. At the very least, like an emotional affair. Exactly. Girl, this is the worst thing you could possibly find. And and it's nowhere in your brain. This does not exist as a possibility. (laughs) You know? A billion percent. So, like, she's looking at, like, all these different sites. There were all of these websites that I'd never seen. Dark Fetish Net, Sexy Amazons, Dark Fet, Motherless, Fet Life. I mean, I know S&M is kind of popular, like Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, but this seemed different. The girl on the front page was dead. And there's so much data that she doesn't get to all of it. Right. She just picks up the baby yep. and leaves. Gets the fuck out of Good there. Good for her. There's a Kathleen shaped hole in the door. <laughs> She's holding the baby. Yeah. Can you imagine you're reading? Like, she doesn't know that it's fantasy, quote unquote. It's not. I know. I was going to be tied up by my feet and my throat slit. They would have fun watching the blood gush out of me. Over and over again, just kept saying that the suffering was for his enjoyment. That he wanted to make it last as long as possible. That he had no remorse. 
So she leaves. Yeah. And there, you know, because she has a kid with this person and she's in shock, she's communicating him with him via text message. Right. And she's saying, like, I don't know who you are anymore. Yeah. But she asks him outright, did you ever put up a picture of me and or the baby on any website? This bitch... His default position is to lie. Absolutely not, I promise, he says. Yeah. Cut to a screenshot of this database that he created of all of these women, and they're numbered. Yeah. And it says, picture number six, Kathleen, 26 years old, 5'7", 150 pounds, married to you. Right, it's his wife. Married and has a baby daughter. The title of this fantasy is 4th of July Menu. 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 Is the daughter on the menu? I don't know. That never even occurred to me. Oh God, I don't know. But then, jump cut to, to this bitch, Gil. Yeah. He can't believe that his wife left him. We were together for three years. I thought they were three wonderful years. Yeah, I, I would do this at night, but... It didn't affect my personal life at all. It didn't affect my job. It didn't affect my family. Um, I was still the good husband. I was still the good father. I was still doing great at work. But it didn't affect my personal life at all. Bitch, you're living the effect on your personal life, you piece of shit. I was great at my job. I was a great husband. I was a great dad. Are you kidding me? Here's why you weren't great at your job. One, because you're a derp. Yeah. Two, because you are a monster. And three, because the FBI says he accessed this website over 1,000 times in 2012. Yeah. Meaning, he was on his phone in like the patrol car on 125th Street doing this shit. I know. So he should have his eyes up. He should be alert. He should be protecting the people of this city. And not salivating over roasting and eating women. And that's exactly what he was doing. But it had no effect on his personal life at all. And he really can't believe why people just can't let that shit go. I know. (laughs) We're the assholes in this this thing. Where's wrong with us? We're the monsters. So now we get to, like, Gilberto saying, you guys, I was only up all night because my friend, the Moody Blues in the UK, there's a time difference. Every person charged with a crime will deny, rationalize, and distort facts and details in order to make his behavior acceptable. So I wanted to talk about roasting and eating and and assaulting women at uh, at 8 o'clock my time, Uh but it's different, so that's why I stayed up. I had to accommodate you guys. It's for the UK. I'm I'm on London time. Yeah, he goes, it's as simple and as banal as that. (laughs) This dumb bitch. (laughs) He means banal. It's he not says banal. 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 You guys, it's as simple and as banal as that. Okay, you know what? So here's what happens, you guys. Four After four months of house arrest, he's sentenced to using the police on the online to be a creep, <laughs> yeah. which is a goddamn misdemeanor. Right, and he gets time served because he was in jail for 22 months. <sighs> you guys. I know. And he's he's off the hook, and it ends with him talking about getting on Match.com. I need to go into this forever. So he's like, I'm totally over it. I have no desire to go on any of those websites. Lie. It's not how it works. No, that's you not how it works. You need help. Yes. You get through compulsions with intensive therapy or whatever you want to do, but you don't just wake up one day and decide, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> that's not, you were right. so obsessed with it. Actually no. obsessed. But so he's talking about how he like misses companionship. He like wants, and he's a young guy. Well, no, what he says is he goes he's like yeah you know it was for a time it was like really hard for me to walk down the streets of forest hills like everyone was like hey it's you the cannibal cop and it's like yeah but i never actually ate them i just talked about eating them like so hard poor me and then he's like well nobody recognizes me anymore so i guess it's time to start dating Uh, he says this thing my heart stopped patrick i caught my breath he goes 
I'm just, I'm craving some, uh, and he can't find the word. I think sometimes I'm craving a little, you know, I'm craving. What, like women? What? And he's like, I'm craving uh, companionship. And I'm like, oh, God. Girl, you can't do that. No, girl. You can't say that. And he's like, well, what do I do? I mean, when I say, you know, it's, hey, it's me, Gilberto, the cannibal cop, like, what, is she going to run for the hills? And then you see the wheels turning, and he lands on this thing, and he's like. She'd either be, you know, run for the hills, or she'd be somewhat curious, interested. I don't know. There have to be people out there who are interested. Girl, sweetheart, this is not how the world works. You don't even get a date before somebody Googles the shit out of you. Right, and also, like, you know you're not you're not moving out of your mother's house. No. You think that not everybody in town knows exactly who you are? It's no. a very small community. You have to move to Switzerland and change your name. Like, you are going to be single for the... You are the cannibal cop. Go move in with the Moody Blues over in the UK. Like, enough. Which and, is a 14-year-old who also lives with his mother. Seriously. Uh, uh. And he keeps saying this thing. He's like, I made a really bad mistake. Like he did one, he like he said one thing one time, right? Right, and that's right. not what happened. No. So then, you guys, he goes on Match.com. <laughs> he this dummy signs with a picture of him like in the kitchen. Don't sully Match.com. That's how I met my husband. Look, Match.com is on our side because here's what happens. So the end credits. So at the end, it just ends with him like he's like the film being like he walks free. You guys, he walks among us. Uh-huh. Good luck, ladies. Like. <laughs> So the end credits are like the Z Morning Zoo, the early morning shows Uh and the news just Uh like ripping him apart. Because of course everyone, it's perfect, right? It's perfect fodder for like ripping this guy apart. Gilberto Valle, known as the Cannibal Cop, just made a dating profile on Match.com. What's he list under some of his? This is even better. Under some of his likes? Cooking is one of his You guys, cooking is an interest. It is. No! It's it's an interest. Oh my god! It's like good conversation, drinking too much coffee, cooking, ah! or whatever it is. The headline in the post, because <laughs> the post picks up that he's on Match.com. This is how big this whole story was. Headline: Hungry for love. No! <laughs> then it officially ends with Match.com being like, "I'm sorry, what?" Ripping his profile down so fast, as fast as the NYPD fired him. Ah! Match.com is like, no, bitch. No, 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 no. And also, I mean, just from like a business, like totally um, cynical perspective, they're like, we can't be responsible when he dates and eats somebody. There's some tortoise of the Galapagos just shaking her 100-year-old head. Who was like, I saw this coming 3,000 years ago. We can see the future. We know evil thoughts. No, bitch. We've been saying no, bitch, about Gilberto Valle for like 3,000 years. Girl, I cannot believe we got through that. I I can't either. I have to tell you. What a shit show. Um, he walks among us. Can you believe it? I know, it? I know. You guys, don't forget, come see us live February 9th or in June for the Pride Show. Yeah. But more pressing, February 9th, two shows and a meetup beforehand. Yep. And don't forget about the Patreon. Yes. Full jinx, full staircase, full cereal. Yep. You guys get in there. Maybe it's, a murder is coming up, I'm I saying. know. And when you subscribe, you get everything at once. All commercial free. Yeah. Coming up next week is a documentary called Dream Killer, which is about the Joshua Ferguson case. It's also a pre-Making a Murderer Part 2 Kathleen Zellner case. So it's Zellner o'clock around here, you guys. Girl, where can they find us? TrueCrimeObsessed.com. That's your one-stop shop, you guys. Yes. Promo codes. Yeah. CS Live page. The whole thing. Every episode. And the episodes. Right. (laughs) In case you care about those. Anyway, 
Uh, and then we're at True Crime Obsessed No E D on the Twitter. Girl, where can they find you? At Jillian with a G on all the things. I'm at Patrick Hines underscore on the Instagram, at Patrick Hines on the Twitter. You guys, I'm so excited for a palate <laughs> cleanser. The last palate cleanser was from Bring It On. Yes. And somebody was like, oh my goodness, I love this music. And yeah. so I shared with them that I made a podcast documentary about the making of Bring It On. Yes. You guys, I also made a podcast documentary about the making of Bonnie and Clyde, which yes. is what today's palate cleanser is from. Well, it's called Broadway Backstory. That's it's the name my of the podcast. favorite podcast. Yes. Um, and I've had some people on the Hamilcast who were involved in Bring It On. Girl, you're a big deal. You guys, we love you. Is there anything else we have to tell them? Just that we love them. I mean, yeah. we could do this for eight hours just talking about our love for them. So <laughs> We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank Bye. you. All right, 911. Uh-huh. We know the reporter at the Tribune that was murdered. I know what happened, and I know the murderer. Without warning, Ryan Ferguson strangled the victim to death. I'm not involved in this in any way. He had his foot on the victim's back, and he was pulling up on the belt. I didn't know what I'd done that night, if it was a memory or a dream. Hello, this is Brian, an inmate at the Boone County Jail. Oh, my God, how you doing? As time went on, I realized that I needed to become proactive. Some people say, oh my gosh, he's kind of gone around the bend. He'll never be okay until Ryan's out. One day, one person said, I have some information I'd like to share with you. 100% that was not Ryan Ferguson. He is not the guy. There's seven unidentified prints, and it excludes them. Most places never would have pursued the case. It's all about winning. Of protecting the verdict at any cost. I know that a lot of people think, oh, this could never happen to me. Trust me, this could happen to you. They can take your freedom. They can take you and put you in a cell with nothing. They can't take my mind. They can't take my body, no matter what. Idea. Oh, you do this all <laughs> the time. You just hit record and you spring some shit on me. I think you're going to be into this idea. Okay, what okay. is it? Oh, no. I want to get a shawl that says the word yo on it okay. so that I can take a picture and post it's the day of the yo shawl. <laughs> oh, my God. For the live shows. For the live shows. I think it's a great idea. I yeah. can't wait to see you in it. Where do you get a shawl that says yo? I don't know. We'll find out together. And he's talking about how, like, he found a forum online where these thoughts were accepted and it was nor- it was normal and that like he found his people basically right so what he's it trying was like to- me at Lilith Fair right. <laughs> <laughs> and now you guys I don't know if you missed it she's back and out comes the chloroform <laughs> out comes the chloroform the bitch is back but in the last episode, I was talking about one of the one of the crooks, one of the goons. Yeah, yeah. That I thought was really hot, and I was going to post a picture, and I forgot, so somebody did, and they were like, "That guy." Yeah, I'm very often that guy. I know. I like him skinny. I like him weird looking. I like a big nose. I like some floppy ears. Give me some red hair. 
God, I'm, I, I fear for the Charles Manson episode because I know you're going to think he and so many of those other people I are so do. hot. I really, really do. Is it the swastika that he called you to his head? I know, I know, I know. I'm glad he's in jail. I'm he's glad dead. He's, I'm glad he's dead. If that's, <laughs> he if, did not move out to heaven, everybody. No. <laughs> we can't spend our whole lives hiding the book. That ain't no way to live. It is time to wipe the slate clean. Ask the good Lord to forgive. You've got to serve your sentence without fail. Buck, you are going back to jail. What the hell are you talking about? Don't be scared to turn the corner or to open our front door. When you're on the side of justice, you ain't nervous. I've been dreaming of a hot meal with you as my dessert Bring your face close to mine and just let me inhale But you are going back to jail Now baby We will call the sheriff and tell him you are turning yourself in right after church tomorrow It's gonna be just as hard on me, Daddy Well, Stella, you know what it's like having a husband in jail Tell him how hard it is not having Carl around Are you kidding? It's a treat to get my nails done have time to read a book. Sure beats washing out his long johns. It's a pleasure not to cook. Oh, that's enough. Thank God those prison walls are much too tall to scale. My darling's nice and safe in jail. I don't want her coming around here no more. Well, uh, Trisha's husband's been in jail for two years now and she is miserable without her man. Mm-hmm. At first I really missed him. I thought I would waste away. Then I met this boy from Tucson and he owned Chevrolet. He had a lot of things that my Joe lacked. Oh, like teeth and hair and cash to be exact. I think you're done. I've now got lots of habits I can't partake. to Betsy. I've got to keep him locked in jail. Keep on I will wait till kingdom come. I want the world to see that I ain't married to some bum. It will be hard for us, but we'll come through. I can't believe what you are asking me to do.